This is the Sports Cabbage Podcast. Welcome to episode three. This one's a good one. Hope you guys enjoy it. I had a conversation with Bobby from at Sports Card Investments. That's his Instagram handle. At sports underscore card underscore investments. We talk a lot about the hobby. We talk about the Luca RPA. We talk about the industry. We talk about collecting and our cards we're chasing. We're talking talk about looking at cards from a potential investment perspective and how we approach it. So great conversation. Hope you guys enjoy it. We'll be doing another one soon. We recorded it late Wednesday night in the middle of the Warriors-Rockets game. So again, enjoy and we'll be coming back soon. Tonight we have Bobby from at Sports Card Investments. At Sports underscore card underscore investments. Bobby, thanks for joining tonight. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Excited. So I'm I'm dialing in from Salt Lake City, Utah. Bobby, you're on the East Coast. Where exactly are you? New York, New Jersey? Uh, both kind of actually. I'm in uh, Hoboken, New Jersey. For anyone that's not familiar, uh, it's right across the Hudson River from uh, from New York. So a lot of people, essentially everyone that's you know most people that are in Hoboken or this area uh, are working in working in New York City. So you know I commute over there. Uh, commute over there every day for work. Great. So I yeah. I was able to talk Bobby into dialing in. It's Wednesday night, uh, May eighth. We've got the the Houston Warriors game on in the background. It's uh, eleven p.m. Eastern time. So I appreciate it, Bobby. Thanks for thanks for being here. Um, so first question I wanted to to run by is: So how did you get interested in cards? Like, what's what's your story? Did you collect as a kid and keep it going is this a new hobby is this a revisit from years ago like what what how'd you get involved yeah kind of uh kind of a little bit of, of all that that you touched on i uh, started collecting like played sports growing up i played I was mostly into basketball i played basketball my whole life um that's essentially what i collect now mostly um but you know i collected collected basketball cards football uh growing up till about you know till college when I, you know, kind of had more important things to, to, uh, to worry about in terms of, you know, got to hit the books. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Not cheap. Um, so, you know, so, you know, collected probably throughout from elementary school through, you know, through most of high school. Um, and then once college came, that kind of took a back seat and then, uh, you know, out of college for, for a while I didn't collect. And then, uh, you know, once I, got a job and you know started getting some you know had some more disposable income i was able to you know get back into the hobby last year so i'm I'm 30 now um so you know growing up you know i grew up collecting in like the you know mid to late 90s like mid 90s to you know to the early 2000s um gotcha early to mid 2000s yeah and you i assume you were on the kind of that new jersey new york area as a kid growing up Definitely. Yep. Man, you had some good years back in the mid nineties with those Knicks, uh, piston battles, pacer battles. I mean, I remember watching that as a kid, Patrick Ewing. Yeah. I mean that yeah. that would have tainted me. Yeah, you know, I would have loved that growing up. That <laughs> that would have made me a Knicks fan for life, you know, seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm actually from uh South Jersey originally, so I was a, a big uh big Mets fan growing up. I we go to a lot of games every year. It's about an hour and a half drive to the stadium, but uh, you know, we'll go up with my friends and my my parents do a lot of games. And uh, 
I was actually fortunate enough to go to, I feel like essentially at least one of every single one of those early 2000s, you know, Jason Kidd, Kenya Martin, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Jefferson, uh, at least one game per series, even the finals games. I was at like, oh. you know, when they played the Lakers, Kobe and Shaq and then Duncan, you know, oh, even though they got demolished, it was still fun, you know. That's awesome. I mean, we ended up, so I grew up in Dallas, love, you know, went mm-hmm. to plenty. It, it was a hard fandom growing up, went to a lot of yeah. <laughs> lottery pick parties, you know, but, um, kid actually helped us get a championship in 11. Yeah. That was huge. But yeah, you know, I love watching Kmart. Um, the dude could just sky out of the gym and it was so fun to watch. So, uh, I'm yeah, jealous that you had fun. that, that experience. <laughs> So you're, uh, I mean, your, your Instagram handle at sports underscore card underscore investments. Uh, I'm interested to know kind of why you chose that name and the investment angle. I think it's really relevant. I mean, I just got back in the hobby, you know, maybe six months ago. I mean, it's, it's a world of difference from what I remember growing up. Like you said, I mean, it's, it, you know, you kind of need a little disposable income to sort of chase, um, mm-hmm. you know, the the type of card that's available. I mean, it's it's pretty expensive. But what's your take? I mean, give us a little sense of your take from the investment side of things. And why does that interest you and kind of what you're what you look at when you look at cards and, and that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, growing up, I was more of a you know, just kind of pick through like a singles box, try to find a good deal here and there. You know, I didn't really have the money to buy a box. You know, if, if anything, it was just a, you know, a couple packs here and there. But, you know, now I'm, you know, I'll crack, you know, boxes or whatever. But, um, you know, so now it's kind of more kind of looking at what players have some more upside than others. Um, what sets kind of will be more collectible in the future. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on it later, but, uh, you know, I, I feel like a lot of stuff's being overproduced or um, there's certain products, you know, it's just all, all made by Panini, obviously. So there's no competitive, there's no competition in the marketplace, yeah. which I think is big in terms of keeping products interesting and keeping the uh, the quality high. You know, yeah. you know, I think it should always be quali- quality over quantity, which I think they have it the other way around right now. Yeah. It's a. Uh, a lot of quantity and the quality is getting kind of kind of crappy um so so you know um i think it's kind of uh more in the sense of you know now especially with things are so expensive um you know you could spend a couple hundred dollars on a guy that you know is playing 12 minutes a game yeah you know if you're getting a you know a higher end product and you're just hoping he he pans out one day you know? yeah so it's that's kind of you know kind of a risky investment but you know, that could turn into a couple thousand dollar card if he pans out, you know, so you know, I think there's a lot of ways to look at it. To me, it's insane, right? I mean, I I watched a couple breaks the other night of some national treasure, you know, NBA. So a guy was breaking uh, four boxes. Um, and so he was he had advertised it on Instagram and you could buy slots. It was a pick your team kind of break. And I just just tuning in to watch, and I swear there were no really good hits, and there were a ton of like mm-hmm. sticker autos. So for this, yeah, you know, for this yeah. product that's you know, I think a box. I think I read you know if you were able to get a box off Panini's website, it might have been seven hundred fifty bucks. 
and they're you know they're selling yeah. these brake packages. I mean, the guys doing it are are making a lot of money on these boxes and the product. I mean, yeah. why would you want? You know, I saw a Robert Parrish sticker auto. I mean, you're talking about one of the legends <laughs> of the game, a Celtic. You buy a Celtic slot, it comes out, and it's like a sticker auto. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, it's yeah. still good to have, yeah. but for what you probably paid mm. to get that slot, I, I'd be so bummed. I'm like, man, this was a downer. Oh. And so it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I agree. I mean, I've, I've seen, I've watched a lot of breaks too. I thankfully haven't, you know, bought into any actually, but I feel like, you know, you get however many cards, but I feel like half of them are jersey, just regular jersey, jersey cards numbered to 99. Then you have essentially, you know, the other half are most likely sticker autos. And then you'll have like, if you're lucky, you know, an RPA, hopefully of someone. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're really, I mean, it's tough. And, you know, if you're, like you said, if you're spending, you know, a thousand dollars plus for a box by yourself on the open market, um, you know, how, how are you going to even make your money back on a, on a thousand dollar box? You know, if you, if you have these, you know, decent RPAs going, you know, not all of them are going for that much, not, not nearly that much. So, so that's a, that's actually, um, especially with how many, especially with how many are being produced. Yeah. That's a good segue. So, you know, being from Dallas, Mavericks fan, getting back into the hobby, you know, months ago. And it's a good year. Good year. Yeah. It's good. It's a great year from a kind of a collecting perspective. But this Luca RPA is absolutely insane. So I was on eBay. You know, you go on eBay right now and look up Luca RPA, and dudes have this card going for $50,000, right? I mean, we're talking five figures. And I'm looking at it going, okay, nobody's bidding on them. There's, you know, 60, 70 people watching, you know, the auction. Uh, you get down and you, you might see a, a Luca RPA in the two, three, four thousand dollar range. And it looks like there's some bids going. I mean, to me, mm-hmm. it, it's mind blowing. The dude's 20 years old. I mean, I'm a fan, obviously, because that's the hometown team, but I'm thinking the dude's 20. He's got a long career ahead of him. Who knows if the guy gets injured? Mm-hmm. Who knows if the guy has a scandal, right, or whatever? Anything to drop value? Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of variables. Of variables. Yep. And then you got Zion, the Zion effect coming in. Zion's going to go number one, and that dude's going to be on a rocket ship. So what happens to all the Lucas stuff this year? So it feels like it's almost like hot potato. Can I unload this as fast as possible and make some money? But I'm not even convinced those they're selling for five figures. Have you seen any? Like, do you know if any have gone for that high of a price? And what's your view of that? Yes. So I was kind of looking at them. You know, I mean, that's obviously the card to have if you really are are a believer in Luca, which which I kind of am. Honestly, I know I know a lot of them have gone in like you know ten thousand and maybe a you know ten to twelve thousand at the most. That's what they were going for. Um, and I know now they're kind of leveling out more in like the I feel like the what whatever maybe six to yeah. nine thousand dollar range, um, which you know, which who knows how how that's going to kind of pan out. I think Luca's prices overall are are cooling a little bit, you know, with the playoffs going on now. You know, a lot of attention and money being allocated to Giannis and and Durant and these younger guys in uh, in Denver. Um, you know, you got you have a lot of young talent uh, still still playing in the league yeah. right now. 
and in the playoffs especially too. But uh, you know, Luca actually had he blew LeBron's rookie year out of the water this year. Actually, people don't realize Luca played 32 minutes. I was talking to my friends, a couple buddies. Uh, Luca played 32 minutes per game this year. LeBron played about 39 minutes per game his rookie year. Luca averaged more points per game, more rebounds per game, and I believe more assists per game. Wow. Uh, Luca was the only person, only rookie, I believe, to well, he was the only rookie to average over like 21, uh, seven rebounds and six assists since Oscar Robertson, wow. in, since his rookie year. So it's literally them two in the same class. Um, and Luca only played 32 minutes a game. So you know, if he bumps that up a little bit, you know, I I don't see Zion is not going to be anywhere near um, Luca as a rookie. Luca's game is pretty polished, you know. Overall, I mean, Zion's going to have the highlights and he's going to be yeah. exciting and, and, you know, he's going to be super collectible, um, you know, because you, you are going to see all these highlights on social media, which I think obviously plays a big part in the in the marketplace now nowadays, um, especially with younger collectors, which which I'm not, you know, I'm sure we'll touch on also later. But um, I'm not sure if there's as many younger collectors coming into the market or if it's more people like us you know i got back into the market last year um just like you yeah. did six months ago um you know who knows if if there's new you know if there's eight nine-year-olds collecting cards right now the, the like we we're saying the hobby's so expensive so you know you kind of need a lot of money to be able to get into the hobby now and who knows yeah. if these kids are you know um but yeah so so luca i think i think is a, like just kind of to circle back i think his prices are cooling off they're gonna even pull more with with Zion coming in, and that's I think for anyone that wants him, it's a good opportunity to now buy. Now you posted on Instagram, you had a, I don't know if this if this was a card that you added to your collection, but you had, you found a rookie uh, or a Luca rookie kind of auto. Um, maybe talk a little bit about that yeah. one in, in terms of like, okay, so the the National Treasure RPA maybe out of my price range, but there's definitely some other cards that you could chase add to your collection and, and see mm -hmm. how those do what remind kind of the, the listeners, what, what card you posted sure. on Instagram? Yeah. So I, I actually, uh, Oh wow. That, which super lucky. I was, you know, were you going nuts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to, yeah. I, no, it's <laughs> crazy. It was actually, so me and a couple of my, <laughs> me and a couple of my buddies that got back into the, back into collecting, we were uh, driving down to Baltimore for the weekend, just to go to, go to a Yankees game down in uh, Camden Yards. Um, you know, we're like, all right, let's stop after work. Let's pick up a few boxes to just crack on the way down. So I uh, picked up some boxes, some, you know, some, some mags, some cases and whatnot. Um, so this, this card shop we go to in North Jersey, uh, this guy has un, unopened case, uh, boxes and cases of products from, you know, the early mid nineties up and through today, every single wow. product you could think of. Um, so I picked up a couple nineties boxes of Bowman's Best. My buddy picked up, uh, a box of uh, 2013 gold standard. So Giannis's rookie year. I picked up uh, boxes to select uh, this year's select. So he's opening first, and he pulls her. He's like flipping through. He's like, oh, I see a redemption. Great. <laughs> like this sucks, you know. At least oh, we're like oh, at least Panini will probably you know Panini will probably yeah. honor. Hopefully. And he flips through, and it's a Giannis uh, Giannis autographed uh, autograph. Holy smoke! Um, out of gold standard. So he pulls that first, you know, we're going crazy, you know, we're going crazy in the car. Oh, hopefully they, they, they redeem it. Hopefully they'll give it to you, you know, all this stuff. So now I'm opening after him, um, kind of going through, 
I see a card number to 10. I'm turn it over to the uh, Luca um, patch autograph, uh, gold patch autograph number to 10 out of select. Um, so that was a, that's a pretty sick card. I think one went for 2,900, uh, one went for about 2,000. Um, so yeah, so I, I wanted to invest in Luca somehow, you know, so I, I figured yeah. I know I'm going to hold on to that one at least for now. Um, that's awesome. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I definitely, yeah, so that was, that was, that was pretty exciting. <laughs> so I'm going to hold on to that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, you know, he's in the playoffs next year. He takes another step and people realize yeah. he's, he's a real deal. Well, I'm going to hopefully follow in your lead, uh, here shortly. I just keep an eye out. I may wait until later in the summer and see what happens with, you know, the draft, see if he cools off and just maybe strategically place, you know, an entry into one of his cards. But yeah, it's just insane. Some of the numbers and it it was funny, like one of the, one of the eBay posts, you know, it was $45,000 out of China. And I was like, forget that, man. Even if I had the money, I'm not buying anything from China. I mean, no offense to those guys, but I'm like, that's a, that's a big purchase as is. No. And to hope that somebody in China is not scamming you. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, I, I'd have to wait for something stateside yeah, no, I'll, with I'll, a lot of, I'll, with a lot of ratings <laughs> next to their name. Um, if, if I'm paying for something like that, and if I'm paying for something like that in the United yeah, States, I'm driving. I'd pick it up live. Yeah, if you're going to pay 45 grand, you got to drop 500 on a round trip and go pick it up. Um, It it looks weird to see $45,000 buy it now and then $4 shipping. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something doesn't add up. up Um, So, who do you like? um, Who do you like going forward? um in the nba like coming into this next year so we're obviously in the playoffs so we're not done yet but maybe looking ahead a little bit a lot of it will depend on the draft but who who are you excited about who do you think might you know position well for this next this upcoming year so it'd be 2019 2020 yeah um i think uh i think what people kind of are realizing now like the playoffs really do matter a lot in the nba so if you see even uh um, uh, Kawhi's uh, cards have gone up, you know, pretty substantially in the playoffs. People are realizing how good yeah. he is. They kind of forgot about him during the regular season. So his cards have been going up lately. Um, you know, uh, Siakam, his cards have been going up lately. Um, kind of anyone that's been performing in the playoffs, their their cards have been, you know, have been kind of on the rise. Jamal yep. Murray in Denver, um, KD. I'm sure his cards have even, you know, gone up a tad or. You know, or so, um, you know, so I think, I think a lot of playoff success has a lot to do with, uh, player, players' values. And I think the markets that they play in, for the most part, I know people are going to say Giannis, but there's always, you know, those exceptions, those superstars, no matter where they are, they're going to, you know, the market's going to, you know, the value's going to be there. But, uh, I think, uh, someone like, you know, Kyrie is, his prices are probably a little, a little low or cooling off. You know, they're kind of saying, Oh, he's not, he's not winning and whatnot. It's been rough in Boston, but him and Durant yeah. go to New York. Um, you know, them in the New York market could be. That's huge. a good point about Kyrie. Um, I mean, he's taking a lot of I heat, think, you know, right? I mean, in the media, it's like he's the black sheep that's mm-hmm. kind of screwed up the Boston season this year. So his value would seem maybe a little on the low end. 
he gets in a good situation with so you know next year. I mean, now could be a, a decent time on maybe getting into some of his cards. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, he's got the talent. You know, he's he, he was successful. He, he was he was you know obviously it was LeBron was there, but he was just as almost just as important in a lot of those games as LeBron was. You know, he's creating a lot of stuff for that team. Um, you know, and also if he goes to New York, you got to think, okay, who's going to yeah. keep Boston afloat? You know, Tatum's Tatum's prices have you know slashed. Essentially, I mean, not in half, but since his rookie year, since the height, they've really taken a dip too. So, you know, if you if you see Kyrie, their best player, and you know, twenty shots a game go go out the window, um, you know, he was there. Yep. He's their future. You know, you know, he could be kind of a superstar, and you know, if he can carry that team in the playoffs and be their be their guy, um, you know, I think he's he would be good moving forward too. So, I think a lot has to you know a lot ha- will happen in the off season. So if you know if you see Kyrie sign somewhere else, that means you know his prices maybe should be a little higher, as well as Tatum, um, depending on where yeah. he goes. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of rookies. You know, a lot of rookies this year that 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 could be good next year or a little more valuable. Um, I think Trey's Trey's Trey Young's value started to raise a little bit throughout the year as well. He really brought you know. Uh, brought it in the second half of the year, um, you know. So he's, and you know, his game is essentially modeled the same yeah. same way as Steph's, you know. And Atlanta should be should be a pretty exciting team um, next year. So, so they, uh, you know, they got a good chance that they got a lottery pick. Uh, so they they could be, uh, you know, they could be in the running to be a pretty good team next so year. So a lot of you know, we kind of mentioned this. A lot of people getting back into the hobby. Uh, you know, if you want to call them boomerangs or you know, whatever it is, nostalgia, maybe, you know, adults who have now kids and they want to get them interested. Uh, you know, we're seeing a little bit of a resurgence. What, what do you see for the future of kind of the hobby and collecting over the next couple of years? Yeah, that's that's what I find most interesting right now. Um, I don't know. I I can't tell if it's if, if the market's really good right now, really bad, if it's how it is compared to what it was. Um, I feel like we're in a very unique time because the hobby is still extremely young. Um, you know, you figure, you know, in the early nineties, you know, with the junk wax era or whatever, everything was massively, you know, produced and everything. And then, you know, uh, some inserts and autographs and Jersey, you know, Jersey cards were super rare. And, uh, you know, and those rare inserts and refractors and whatnot in the mid mid to late nineties um started to come on and, and those are super valuable now, I think in part because people growing up now have that disposable income to get these rare cards that, you know, start that came out back then. Um you know, so that's when kind of the, the hobby started to get a little when it actually yeah. became a hobby and a and a collectible, um, you know, in the late nineties. And then, you know, you know, obviously, jersey cards start being produced a little more in the in the early two thousands and whatnot. And then, you know, you got exquisite and ultimate collection and all these products, um, these higher end products. And then, you know, then that kind of starts shaping the market. And right when right when these uh these products gain traction and and people become attached, to, you know, Topps Chrome was always a great product. From you know, ninety six was my favorite year. Iverson was yeah. my favorite guys to collect and still is. But, um, you know, so you have, you know, Topps Chrome, you have Exquisite Ultimate Collection, you have these 
legacy products, you know, every year that are, that are great. Um, you know, and then obviously Panini comes in and they have, they have the license. So now it switches over to Panini from, you know, whatever, 2010, 2011 to now. So obviously everybody kind of gravitates towards Prism, which, you know, is a great product, but, uh, I feel like if it's, if it's not Prism or it's not National Treasures, it's not, uh, you're not yeah. like, not getting great value. You know, you get a, you get a card out of Optic, you get a card out of Optic, uh, numbered to something, Optic or Select, numbered to a hundred, just, just like in Prism. Same thing, you know, some kind of refractor or Prism, um, same serial number, but Prism yeah. will sell for five times as much, you know? For whatever reason, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a much more expensive product. Um, you know, a box of select was when it came yeah. out was what, 180 bucks, something like that. Uh, prism was, you know, low 200. So like, what is the draw to, to prism and all these silvers and whatnot? So I feel like the Panini kind of got away from kind of is shifting the market back to, you know, what, what us collectors from, you know, growing up in the nineties and, liked was the were those parallels those serial numbered cards those rare inserts those they love making they love putting these super short print cards in products now panini they like they like doing these you know you we don't know how many yeah. are made you know these white sparkle packs and and all this stuff and like we're like oh we don't you know it seems like oh it's probably a really good card we don't know oh there might be 15 made there might be 20 made they're like kind of keeping in the dark with some stuff you know there's it's kind of it's kind of it would be better if things were serial numbered. Um, so they're kind of getting away. They realize people don't like Jersey cards anymore because there's, you know, a Jersey card in every pack essentially. And they're not yeah. worth anything. They're saturating the market. So now I feel like they're saturating, the, they're saturating the market with prisms. You know, um, there's, you know, I, I put on my, on my page, actually on my Instagram page. Uh, I think so. Oh, I was that the, the spreadsheet that you're trying to figure some were, things out? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, trying to trying to figure out what what parallels there are. Yeah. Um it's it's that hard to do. So only the serial numbered only the serial numbered prisms. They're so this isn't even including this is not including the silver prisms, the green out of retail, the hypers out of out of you know, the mm -hmm. hobby boxes, the pink ice out of Walmart, the purple wave <laughs> out of blaster, red ice out of the target mega boxes. The red, white, and blues out of the multi-packs. The ruby wave out of hobby. The base fast break prism. The blue, yellow, and green out of choice. And the yeah. tiger stripe. That is not including any of those. Every other one, the serial number ones, there's oh, over 1,500 for every player. Over 1,500 produced. So what's the value? So And you're telling me a silver Luka yeah. is worth $300 uh, raw? Like, I... I don't. I don't see the long term. I don't see the long term yeah, exactly. value when people realize how many are produced. Uh, That's a good point. So, I, so, so yeah, I feel like the market was sat. Yeah, so I feel like the market was saturated. Um, you know, started to get saturated in the two thousands, and you know, even when Panini took over with jersey cards, they started. They're trying to shift away from that. Go back to the serial number cards and these parallels, um, which are now. I think they're overproducing these and saturating the market with these. So I think they're just going to try to have to, but you know, oh, they don't, no, Panini just, doesn't care about the secondary market. Yeah. They're just so, printing you know, cards, man. Buying their, yeah. So as long as, 
exactly. As long as people are buying the buying the boxes and and group breaking and all this stuff, it's it's great for them. Yeah, they could care less what the secondary market shows. So, which which I think is which I think is very scary. Um, you know, five to ten years down the road, um, who knows if these will hold value? Um, right now it's great because you know Luke is a great player, and you know, like I said, I can get three thousand dollars for possibly. You know, two to three thousand for a card I have, and I'm yeah. holding on to it because I think it's going to be worth more. You know, so I'm, 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 you know, I'm in the same boat. I'm hoping the, the market, uh, the market stays afloat and it keeps going the way it is. But uh, you know, it's really hard to tell with uh, with how volatile it's been in terms of you know, no one's really had. You know, but yeah, you, I mean, you look at fundamentals years, though. So. You know, supply and demand. Yeah, long term. We don't know how much supply is out there, right? I mean, they tweak a color yeah. and run a new number set. You know, and like, exactly. like you said, it's there's a ton out there, but you you feel like when you rip a pack, and you've got one of fifteen or whatever, you're like, oh, cool, this is like a low numbered, you know, very unique card. But if you produce fifty variations of that exact same card, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, well, the supply's out yeah. there, and you know, I'm going to post it, but I'm not going to get anything on eBay, or no one's going to have interest yep. in it because actually a lot of people have it. You know, and yeah, what does that mean for the hobby? It's it's crazy. I think yeah. for me, it's because yep. of that. I'm like, okay, I just got to make sure yeah. I'm chasing what I want to chase, right? And I think if you get into that phase of I got, I'm going to yep. flip this, like or I'm going to break a box and try to make you know three four hundred bucks, or it's just like you know chase. Chase your PC, chase who you really like, be smart about which ones you get, you know, have some fun with it. You may, you might hit some home runs, but uh, I think it's one of the, if you try to speculate, you might be left holding the bag and you might be really disappointed. So who's your, who's exactly. your, uh, exactly. who do you yeah, chase? So- who's your personal collection? Like what, what kind of teams or players are you like, what, what's in your personal collection? Um, I've, you know, I said I've always I've always been a big fan of Allen Iverson. Um, you know, back like you know when I was you know when I was in elementary school, like my my holy grail card was like an Iverson yeah. top chrome rookie. That was like that was like my you know that was like my card that I would you know that I wanted to get. Uh, you know, but I've I've always been a big fan of his. I try to get try to get anything of of his that I can. Um, you know, but you know, but aside from that, and you know, the kind of ninety six ninety seven. You know, kind of that whole rookie class. Yeah. You know, I like collecting any Kobe's I can. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, aside from that, no one, you know, super in, in particular that I've kind of latched onto since I got back in into the market. Um, you know, kind of still still feeling out a lot of stuff in terms of in terms of the products and, and things that are out. Uh, it's my first go around this this season with the with Panini at least. Um, you know, still feeling out all the uh, all the fire yeah. material and sticker autos and, <laughs> and all that stuff. I'm trying to find what the best the best value is, and uh, you know, trying to see what the best. Yeah, it's a bummer for somebody new. Like, I, I feel like I'm a little fortunate. You know, had some exposure as a kid, and not that it all comes back, but you you kind of know how to fill out cards and and brands and packs and. Yeah, I'm the same way. It's like, let's scope it out. You know, let's find what I like. Let's learn about the hobby. But if you're brand new and you you get a you get a mm-hmm. player worn and you're all stoked, and then you realize, yeah. oh man, that you know, 
you're looking for game worn, man. It's like, oh, bummer, you know, or a sticker. I can't tell you. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, I would have yeah, been totally yeah. stoked with a sticker auto. When I see those come out of National Treasure, I, I'm like so bummed because I know somebody <laughs> dropped some coin. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, geez. You know, I kind of want Panini. I think they're based in Texas, um, or at least that's a headquarters. I kind of want to go down there. I mean, I I still go down quite often to visit friends and family. I'd love to go take a (laughs) tour of that place and just understand what the heck is going on because they're they're printing cards and printing cash, basically. Oh, me too. No, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, actually, I got a redemption back uh, literally like a week ago. Just uh, like a... It was like a Charles Oakley like jersey car, jersey autograph, you know, just a random car. Oh, bummer. They send me it back and it has no jersey in it. It's literally just a blank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this? So I send it back to him. I was like, guys, come on. So they sent me a new, a, a different one, actually, like a real one, you know, oh, like cool. an upgraded version, like a parallel one. But, yeah. But I'm like, how are they even sending that out to people, you know? Like, like like I said, I think it's I think it's really just there's no uh, I think it really it really hurts that there's no competition in the yeah. marketplace and uh, it's kind of bad for everyone you know and even in the economy in the economy yep. yeah, any competition is good in any marketplace uh, that's why you know you keep the, the government and people don't want a monopoly on on products you know they want healthy competition amongst you know amongst different companies and and panini having a monopoly kind of you know they could care they, like i said they could care less about flooding the market with certain certain things and yeah. uh you know it kind of just hurts kind of just hurts everybody so you know we'll see with the long-term supply and demand kind of uh, how that plays out you know, kind of you know see see if it yeah yeah, yeah. it's interesting to see why so i'm kind of i'm hesitant to you know put a lot of money to newer singles um i'd rather you know have yeah. fun cracking a box here or there and hopefully hitting something you know and uh Instead of, you know, shelling out, you know, if you want a Luca, shelling out, yeah. you know, $500. Man, I can't even, you, good, I was running the Luka, numbers. You know? It's like so, if yeah, yeah. the odds of getting a Luca RPA out of one box of National Treasure and you just say, okay, I'm going to run the risk and buy a box for, you can get it off the website, 750 If you buy it, you know, on eBay for $1,300, I mean, people, th- that RPA is not in that box. I don't know. <laughs> It's like such a risk, you know what I mean? You you run the risk of getting these, <laughs> yeah, just, no, you know, numbered cards, the first yeah, couple, yeah. and then some little bit of no name signatures, and you could be really disappointed. Um, I don't know. It's yeah. definitely a risk, too risky for me. Um, so let that's yeah, that's yeah. Say sorry, yeah, I cut you off. Else. Say that's that again. Else I have. Oh god. Oh no, uh, that's just a whole nother topic with the uh, the the autograph checklist and these uh, these retired players that yeah. keep filtering. And I think that's 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 another thing. That's another supply and demand thing that's hurting. That's gonna hurt. You know, they're still producing Iverson autographs. Like I, you know, they they've been producing <laughs> Iverson autographs since 1997. You know, like yeah. it's, it's over over 20 years. He's been out of the league for how long? And you're still producing Iverson autographs. You can. You can get a Magic Johnson autograph for like forty bucks because they've been producing his autographs, yeah. you know, since the early, since the early two thousand. Yeah, are they no going to produce these guys' autographs until they're until they die? You know, like is are is Panini going to keep? Are they going to keep? You know, you can get common cards of these players too. It's like, are they going to keep pushing every retired player's you know player worn and and autograph cards? Like, it's just going to really dilute the market and everybody's everybody's cards cards that they're holding yeah. now. The value is going to keep going down, 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 down. So, 
it's it's really it's it's pretty scary. Um, with if you know once once a player retires, they shouldn't be able to have a card in his in a set unless it's a special. In my point of view, a special you know yeah. retired players. Um, you know that's a good point. I, yeah, I, I haven't thought about that. But that would I'm be like a that. good have some kind of rule that once you retire, then you know it changes what you're able to do and. Um, so I got my last two questions for you. So what, Yeah. and maybe you've already answered this first one, but what's the best card that you have right now for you? Is it, would it be that Luca card or do you have something else? Uh, uh, uh I got, uh, I got a couple, couple LeBron, uh, autographs that I've pulled actually back in the day too. uh, out of, uh, I bought one pack of, upper deck trilogy uh 2004 2005 so lebron's uh second year pulled a uh Whoa. lebron carmelo dual autograph jersey number to 10 um that was back in 2000, like 2004 2005 like i bought it back then um so yeah so i got that that's one of them uh, yeah. are obviously on it's on card and super clean card um <laughs> really want to get it graded actually but i'm afraid yeah. of sending it in so uh, i would love to do it in person if i could <laughs> Like we were saying, I'll, I might take a round. Yeah, for that one, it sounds from, like uh, ticket to Texas. Yeah, uh, for that where, one, it sounds like that's what you should do. Man, that's amazing. That's uh, you must have been flipping out when you pulled that. Yeah, um, you know, I got another. Oh yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I've become super, super kind of uh, attached to certain, especially if you pull a card, you, you kind of are super attached to it. So, um, I got that one, and I got a, Le- a LeBron. Uh, I believe it's also 2004. Um, a ultimate achieve out of ultimate collection um i pulled that also just a ultimate cool. ultimate achievements uh autograph um so those those two the luca um you know like i said i've never the most expensive card i've bought in might have might be the most i spent on a card is probably uh yeah you know i've never spent more than 200 dollars on a single card um you know so I'm, i've never been like I said, it that could be could be soon though. Um, you know, yeah. since I did get just get back into the hobby about you know less than a year ago. So, so as I'm kind of looking and feeling out the market a little more and and seeing what's how the goes, what's um, the one yeah, card that you be, might have your eye on right now? Is yeah. there anything you're chasing? A uh, particular card I'm chasing? Uh, nothing. I really like the uh, I really like optic this year. I think optic is uh, kind of an underrated product and really nice they got you know a lot of on-card autographs and the uh it kind of reminds yeah. me of uh the old tops chrome set yeah. and everything with the borders with the clean clean cut borders on them um pretty simple pretty simple straightforward uh parallels and colorways and things like that um you know i'm sure they have a lot of a lot of parallels but not as many as prism um a little better price point but i think uh, i really like the gold prisms out of that so i kind of want to try to get a couple a uh, couple guys from this year um some of their some of their uh maybe gold gold autos or uh, cool some of their gold rookies um out of that so that's that's kind of kind of what i've been on on the market kind of look for look for some guys and look for some under under the radar rookies yeah this year so if that if that's one thing you, you know listeners can take year. is you know be be strategic don't get caught up in the hype don't pay too much you know think about who you want uh be strategic and i think you if you're yes. i think if you're diligent and patient you can find what you want you know it might take some time but you can you can kind of get there 
Um, but don't get caught up in the hype machine and get bidden, you know, on eBay with 40 other people. That's, Next thing you know, you've dropped two grand on something. Yeah. So anyway, that, that would be my caution for <laughs> listeners. Yeah. 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 You got to remember. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like right when a product comes out, it, you know, it's going to be most expensive. Yeah. The singles are going to be more expensive right when the product drops. You know, as time goes on, more more packs and more box cases are are cracked, and there's more product on the market. And it's like like we talked about, the supply and demand supply and demand curve will will never <laughs> will never will never change. It'll always it's always uh it's always going to kind of be accurate. You know, and the, the more supply there is, or you know. The, you know, the, the well, Bobby, go down. hey, man, I, um, I appreciate yeah. your time well, tonight. Um, you've said a lot, given a lot for people to think about. Hey, thanks for making time, especially being on the East Coast. Um, let's uh, let's call it quits for tonight. Go watch the game, and maybe we'll do this again soon, sometime. No, absolutely. Had a had a great time. Uh, you know, love love talking the talking the. You know, the yeah, hobby. no kidding. It's, it's, uh, there's so much to talk about. You can literally talk for hours. It's uh, a lot, a lot of different aspects. Check Bobby out his Instagram page. It's at sports underscore card underscore investments. Check him out online, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.